The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Feel it coming in the air. Yeah. And the screams from everywhere. Yeah. I'm addicted to the thrill. I'm ready. It's a dangerous Stop. love affair. Can't be scared when it goes down. Got a problem, tell me Stop. now. Only thing that's on my mind is who goes this town tonight. Hey, welcome in. Welcome in to the Palmy Lasseter Sports Talk Show. We are live. We are in studio. Denry Law Shade. Dougie B. Dougie B is here as well. What's going on, Doug? Hey, it's, it's Thursday, man. Thursday before Super Bowl weekend. Big weekend coming up, but uh, Friday is tomorrow. And obviously, you know, we're trying to make our ways down to down at the radio row in Phoenix. We are back in studio, by the way. Um, but yeah, man, it's Thursday. It's a big day. Long day ahead of us. Uh, yes. Very long night. Very, very adventurous, long. adventurous night. And it all starts today. I don't. Plan on sleeping from now until well, yesterday was my last day of sleeping. I don't plan okay. on sleeping till now till probably about Tuesday. I know I pushed it back a day. I, I think that Monday I'm I'm gonna take a day just to relax to go out a little bit, you know, just kick it around and you know finally get some me time. But then that Tuesday I'm sleeping. Sleep's so, overrated. You think so? You need sleep, but it's overrated. I need I need sleep. I need rest. I don't know what's the difference. <sighs> Twenty minute nap. Twenty minute nap and B twelve. Got you. No, we are live in studio. Carmi Lasser, he should be calling in here soon. Um, yeah, he know, you know, he's still doing his deal out there, uh, preparing those young NFL prospects. I guess you could say now. Hopeful, uh, hopeful yeah, prospects. Hopeful draft picks. But uh, yeah, these guys are out there training with him, and he's doing his whole deal. He's been running around town all week. But tonight, tonight is the night, Doug. I mean, it all it all kicks up. Kicks off um, starting out with the Welcome to Arizona's 2015 Super Bowl party hosted at Epic 21 under the Rana Inn, 1666 South Dobson Road, Mesa, Arizona. Call me last year to host, but it's going to be epic. Yeah, it's going to be pretty epic. Epic. So the name Epic 21 is definitely (laughs) fits. fits, But yeah, a bunch of NFL alumni. um, Not only that, of current. Former NBA players, boxers, golfers, uh, celebrities, supposed to be special performances as well. We don't even know about you. I don't even know about it. We yet. don't even so know. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm strapping up for this one. But until then, man, I mean, it's, it's some sports happened last night. I want to get into uh, some NBA talk. Yes. And last night, the Phoenix Suns, I mean, first and foremost, I understand this. Phoenix has done a tremendous job with marketing. With their sports and bringing in this crowd and having entertainment involved, I just noticed that the Suns, what I think this week had what two or three home games, and then they have another one Friday, late night tomorrow. Friday, right? Tomorrow's night, yeah, tomorrow night they hosting the Chicago Bulls. I mean, they're not only you know that they're bringing in that they have home games, but they're bringing in teams that people want to see. Chicago's a yep. big city. Watched last night, Washington D.C. the Wizards. I mean, come on, it's the nation's capital. So that alone, you know, it, it gives people, you know, things to do late night if you want to go check out a ball game. 
once you're downtown. Downtown is hectic right now. I mean, you oh, can't drive down there. If I were you, I'll take the light rail, the rail from yes. Tempe. Well, coming from you know where we, where I'll take it from Tempe down to uh, downtown Phoenix. But I mean, it's it's bananas down there. And shout out to the city of Phoenix for the marketing. I mean, you got the uh, waste management golf tournament going on, and then you have the Super Bowl. Then the Phoenix Suns snuck in there, you know, uh, getting their revenue in there, setting up games against the Wizards this week, and then. The Chicago Bulls, who, you know, Bulls fans are everywhere. Oh, yeah. They're heavy in the NBA world. And, yeah, you get a chance to see Derrick Rose the one time a year where he comes out to the Valley. You know, a bunch of Derrick Rose fans, you know, want to go see, you know, D. Rose compete in that Chicago Bulls team. And Jimmy Butler, you know, he's been a big name as well. But not only that, you get to go see a great team in the Phoenix Suns. And, uh, yeah, and then, and then there's this uh, other game on Sunday. I guess you could say uh, Super Bowl. And... Ooh. Last weekend was the Pro Bowl. So, I mean, I think this, the city of Phoenix has done well, man, like all around. Yeah. Well, and then you even had the Bear Jackson last week. So you've got so much stuff in the city of Phoenix, and it's spread out. It's just not all concentra- uh, concentrated here in downtown Phoenix. So Absolutely. It gives chance, you know, because Phoenix, the metro Phoenix area is so big. I mm-hmm. mean, as far as you have Mesa, Gilbert, Chandler, then you got Surprise, right. Glendale, Peoria. Right. So you've got almost something going on somewhere in the valley outside of Phoenix mm-hmm. that you don't have to drive a 30, 40 minute drive just to get to drive 10, 15 minutes. And they're, they're, you know, for sh- whether it's the, like I said, last week, Barry Jackson up in Scottsdale, right? You have the Super Bowl itself at Westgate in Glendale, which has a lot of activities just right there, even has a uh, mini NFL experience right there in Glendale. So the West side of the valley doesn't have to drive downtown but downtown then is popping off yeah with just the grand canyon experience the right. concerts i mean just anywhere you look here in metro phoenix area you've it's got something through, like, to do yeah it's all through the, uh, the metro area um all spread it out through the valley i mean it's performances everywhere like tonight for instance it, it's the official kickoff right at the super bowl party hosted by mr arizona mr phoenix uh mr, mr. <laughs> yeah mr lassiter is is Definitely starting it off the right way. Yeah. And, and you know what's crazy is he's not the only one that have, uh, has a party tonight. Right. Or, and throughout the weekend because you have yeah, absolutely. at Epic 21, like you know we were talking about the other mm-hmm. day, is you've got DRC hosting his on Saturday night. Yeah. So, I mean, it's just party after party after party. <laughs> and like I said, Scottsdale has a lineup. This one is in Mesa. Yeah. Um, and it's just it's crazy to think how many things there are to do this weekend Everywhere you look, there's something to do somewhere here in the valley, man. Right, and and then you you know, like I said, we got that that game on uh, Sunday. What's called the Super Bowl. Yeah, they, yeah. and then you know, to, to top it all off, you know, which we're gonna get into some. Yeah, we're gonna get into Super Bowl, but going back to the NBA talk. <laughs> last night was a tremendous game played. Uh, two competitive teams, two teams. You know, I you know I'm not I don't like wasting my time watching non-competitive basketball games. And, no, you know ESPN they. Yeah, let alone ESPN is here as well. So <laughs> NFL, yeah, yes. the whole everyone, and they're taking over the, the Scottsdale area, by the way. Oh. But last night, you know, I, I don't like watching games where such as it's like, you know, you get the Trailblazers, Trailblazers, and like the Seventy Sixers, and you know, they get about one or two games where you get, they have to show it on TV. I don't tune into those type of games, no. and not even that. I just like competitive basketball games, such as like I, I'm not even though I'm a huge Pacer fan. I'm not going to watch them this season because they don't have – they're not competing the way that they were last few years. And it's disappointing 
I mean, yeah, let alone a few injuries and then Paul George is down and then you lose Lance Stevenson. But at the same time, it's like, you know, I'm not going to tune in because these guys aren't, aren't even trying to compete. But a team like the Phoenix Suns, who are not, you know, top four in the Western Conference, but they foot around that five to eight range. You know, they're right. a playoff basketball team as of right now. Oh, yeah. And they're competing against the Washington Wizards, who are just as good, who can play, in the, who I think can compete in the West, which there are very few handful of teams from the East that can probably play in the West and compete, probably get a playoff spot. But these are two competitive teams. And, you know, ESPN did a great job of scheduling this game. I tuned in. I watched it. Phoenix Suns, you know, they they came out on top. The game was out here. And like I said before, downtown Phoenix. You know, they came on top 106-98, but... I mean, these these guys were going at it. And even though Washington Wizards, their starting five, really didn't play their best game, it was nice to see how how good their bench was, especially when they went on like that 17-3 run. I yep. think it was like fourth quarter to get back in the game. I mean, that's, that's just what I want to see. You know, and then you look at the Wizards. We're talking about the bench. They come out and they, they score 17-3 run. Um, you call a timeout. Do you continue to keep that bench in the game, or do you go to your starters? And it's going to be one of those kind of crapshoot type calls that <laughs> yeah, right. if my bench is, has this momentum, you never want to kill momentum, but yet I have my starters that are starters for a reason. Right. So, and I've seen it a couple times this year, last year, where you keep your starters in, mm-hmm. um, and they just don't spark like the bench did. So now you made the wrong call, or you keep your bench in, and they just kind of that kind of fizzles out the other team, like. Suns last night right. went ahead and went on the run eight. I think it was an eight oh seven oh something like that run. Yeah, after yeah, that, yeah. After it that was time six out. oh run or yeah, something. So, like and that. and yeah. then the game's over. So it's hard as I think as a coach to make that call because what is the right call? And I don't think there's really a right or wrong call. Just is that call going to work? Just like right. in the NFL, you call the blitz as a D coordinator. You take that chance. Is that blitz going to work? And you yeah. sack that quarterback, <laughs> or are they going downfield and get a big gain? And you made that wrong call. Well, yeah. So it's all about your ego as a coach. But no, I understand. You made a very great point. I mean that that is a coach's nightmare. You know, once you're starting five, you know, it's not playing as great as you know you used to them playing. And you know, right. that's why you're start. That's why they're your starters. They you know set the tempo for the game. And then the bench guys come in and follow that up. But when you got your bench players playing better than your starting five, that's a tough call. How do because, you make that call? Right, because you're back into the game now. And you know you know the guys are itching to get back in the game. Because you know they're right. talking to the coaches like, Coach, let's go. It's time now. You know, right. we're back in it. Give these guys a break. You know, to go on a 17-3 run, that's exhausting. I mean, but the, the Wizards were doing it. You know, their bench guys stepped up. Um, yeah, because they came out so flat with the, their starters. Yeah. You know, John Wall came out flat. Marcin uh, Gortat, he had a, what, a he had a few good dunks, but I mean, they, they just came out slow. And you know, the bench picked it up for the Wizards, and yeah, that puts the coach in a tough situation. They got, they, that's a tough call to make, especially Washington was coming off. Uh, yeah, and they won like what six games in a row. They came yeah. off like four or five game winning streak. Yep, and well, for, played how many games? Just consistent throughout the last uh, what four or five nights. Yeah. So I mean that's it's going to be <laughs> tough on any team to come out there, especially your starters, and come and play 100 percent when you've just came off of uh, four games and five nights type you know right stretch. Absolutely. So, uh, but good for Phoenix to come up and and keep that pace and and get a quality win because that's a that's a type of win that you need during going into uh, coming up All Star breaks coming up soon. Right. Absolutely. Still don't understand. It's around the mid. I mean, it's it's past the midpoint of the NBA season. You know, even though they say All Star is like All Star weekend is the midpoint of the season. That's a little game, little a little bit after the average. Uh, what is the 
It's you know, they it's, play it's, 82 it's, games, it's, right? Yeah, they play 82 games, so it's past the 41-game mark. And, you know, these, like you said, these little uh, wins before the All-Star Weekend, they count, you know. And it helps you feel good before the All-Star Weekend. Then you get a break. Then you come back with that same feeling. And then you get even hungry because it's like, hey, we ain't played in about a week. So, you know, let's get back to it. Let's jump into it. Let's get started where we left off. And, yeah, because they got a tough little stretch of games ahead of them because I think they got Golden State coming up, Memphis, uh, Chicago Friday. And no, tomorrow, then you got Portland and, you know, Utah's been pretty competitive this season. You can't sleep on You can't have a bad game against Utah this year. I mean, no. they're, they're finally put together a young team. But, yeah, the Suns, um, but, you know, this was set a chance to see where your team is at. This will see, you know, are they ready for the playoffs or, you know, are they still going to flirt around with it like they did last season? And, you know, I want to see them get over that hump because they're a very competitive team. And... You know, I, I just don't want to see them. I want to see these guys compete in the playoffs because, you know, they're, they're a fun bunch to watch. And they're young, and they're just putting this team together in the past, what, past two seasons. Yep. Uh, like you were saying before, the Morris Twins. Uh, and they're balling, too. Yeah. Especially They're Marquee. developing. Now, so are you, are you on the, the uh, what's the word it said? I don't want to say bandwagon because it's not a bandwagon, but are you in the belief now that Markeith is on the uprise? Or are you still sticking to your belief that no? Because we've talked about that. We have. Yeah, we've talked we have, about it. We have, and I'm glad you brought that up because I'm still sticking to my point. My okay. whole point was, yeah, he, he has performed better. The shots are going down more. But I think in the NBA, if you're in the right system, and if you glued together for a year or two, it's, it's year two. So now he knows the place. He knows his hot spots. He had time in the offseason to work on that same spot. You know, it's not like he's not – he does. He belongs in the NBA. I'll t- I tell you okay. that. Because at first okay. I was like, I'm kind of shaky about the Morris right. Twins. But now it's like, okay, the offensive game is there. Now let's, time to, let's, let's see what we can do on the defensive end. Let's see if we can guard these uh, Zach Randolphs, Mark uh, Gasol's down low. Because, you know, they're going to have days where they got to go against LaMarcus Aldridge. And, oh, yeah. you know, are they re- really ready, ready to compete, you know, because, I mean, they're, they're, they're two competitive guys, the, the yeah. Morris Twins. And Markeith is definitely standing out more this season. I'll give you that. Yes. He has picked up his game. Shots are going down more. But I think it's the whole system with Phoenix system the way that it is. Once you get used to it, you know, you become more confident. So that confidence can build your game up to a whole nother level. Right. It's not that he's he wasn't this good before. It's just it's starting to show now. Right. It's, it's good. His shots are going down. But he's in. making a lot more of the big shots You're that right. he okay. made last year. Okay. And that's yeah. why I look at the uprise is because he's able to come up and make that big shot mm-hmm. where last year he wasn't really making them as mm-hmm. as much as uh, He wasn't confident. Season. Yeah. And confidence is huge in, yeah. in any sport. I mean, it's be- but basketball especially. You just have, especially when you when you release that ball and you have confidence in your shot, mm-hmm. it's amazing how much your percentage goes up just because that, that it, the, it's a head game and it's right. weird. But and I'll tell you what, if the Suns can come out of February coming up, mm-hmm. they have a tough schedule in February. I, I mean, they play Chicago again. They play Boston. Houston again, which they lost that heartbreaker because right. of James Harden, which is not, not <laughs> voted. How do, you not, how do you not have him as your starter on the All-Star game? Him or Kyrie Irving. We're going to get to yeah. that, too, because my goodness. But anyways, uh, Sac, I mean, Utah, like we talked about, Memphis, Oklahoma City, so... They have a tough schedule in February. If they can come at least five hundred out of that, mm-hmm. they're going to be on a good road to the they're playoffs. And they're because they're in the eighth spot right now, right? So they need to continue on. But yeah, it, I think the, for the Suns, the goal is to hit five hundred in this schedule. Looking at it, and I think they can. 
uh, I think they can actually get closer to about uh, 60 to 70 percent of the wins. It's mm-hmm. going to be tough. Can you, see them, can you see them moving up a spot or two? Starting around with the seven or six seed? Because, yeah. you know, OKC is on their back. OKC is coming. Yep. We all know it. We all see it. Kevin Durant has been playing lights out since he returned. Then he has little nagging injuries. We had to yeah. take a few nights off. But, I mean, he's he's putting up all-star type numbers, even though he wasn't voted as a starter, which I'm highly surprised at that. I mean, you're talking about a guy who came off an of MVP season. And, you know, it's all about the fan votes. And this guy don't even get voted a starter the next year. I don't care if you've been playing or not. I mean, even the games that he has been playing, he's been averaging about 30 points a game. And, like, yeah. you know, he's been balling. Yeah. From what coming off a broken foot, and then Westbrook has been lights out. He should have been a starter Ooh. in my eyes, but you know it's all about the fans' votes. Exactly. So Mr. Kobe is going to get his votes. Yes. But and he's not even playing in it now. Yeah, I know. Exactly. I just, exactly. Yeah, well. But uh, yeah, I mean OKC's coming. Um, Sacramento, they're down there as well. They're I don't I think they're just going to keep falling and falling. I had high hopes for them. New Orleans is a good team. New Orleans has been competitive this season. Um, but do you see them jumping, you know, to that seven? Because well, ain't, ain't, ain't no scrubs walking through the West. It's no. hard to play in the West. No. Well, and San Antonio, Dallas, both right now um, essentially are tied for the six, seven spot. Mm-hmm. And they're eight games behind Golden State, who holds a number one seed right now. And Suns are 11. Um, mm-hmm. And then you look at the bottom half. So you have New Orleans. Which is two and a half out from the Suns, Oklahoma, like we were talking about, Oklahoma City, mm-hmm. uh, 14 and a half, and then it starts kind of dwindling 18, 20 games, stuff like that. So I think Denver, Sacramento, that's they're not going to be a talk unless something turns around with that, that team. But yeah, I mean, to jump Dallas, San Antonio, yeah. they're going to have to have to get that 60, 70 percent win uh, in February to, to really jump them because I don't see San Antonio, Dallas both losing. That many games to, nah, to have the fall. I mean, hell no. So no, now when you just, got Kawhi Leonard, you know, and Tim Duncan, Tony Parker, Ginobili. Now although got Dallas has lost four in a row, though. Yeah, get it together. I mean, uh, uh, what's his name? Rondo has been flirting around with the injury bug. But uh, tell you what, we're going to talk more NBA, NFL talk coming up after the break here. We're going to take a quick break. You're listening in to the Kwame Laster Sports Talk Show. We'll be right back. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Check your feelings at the door and enter the man cave. Don't let the name fool you because we're here for anybody that wants to talk and listen in. Host J.D. Harris and Ray Austin are here to lead the forum from the fans, former players, owners, execs, and coaches. While inside the man cave, you do whatever you like. We won't judge. We'll even go beyond sports to talk technology, current events, and entertainment. Tune in every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine. From the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week, Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. 
If you think you've seen online TV before, let us surprise you. VoiceAmerica.tv is online now. The leader in live Internet talk radio has done it again. Multiple channels, a state-of-the-art viewing experience, live and on-demand programs streaming 24 hours a day. It's exactly what you want, when you want it. VoiceAmerica.tv. From health and wellness to business, sports, and everything in between. Discover our new world. Visit VoiceAmerica.tv now and experience the future of online television. VoiceAmerica.tv. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Yeah, Spider Man and Freeze in full effect. You ready, Ron? I'm ready. You ready, Dave? I'm ready, Slick. Are you? Oh, yeah. Yeah, some of us. Hey, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back to the Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk Show. Hey, you can always call in, join in on the show at 888 346 9144. Come and join me, Dougie B, Kwame Lasseter. Come and join us anytime. Don't be afraid to call. Yeah, don't be afraid Put to call. Put your voice in. out there. It's fun. Have fun Love with it. us. It's, it's a great time on here. Uh, before the break, you know, we were discussing, you know, something about the Phoenix Suns and the Marcus twin, Morse twins, I'm sorry, uh, developing their ball game this season. But, you know, I just had some breaking news come through my phone talking about the high, you know, the high profile twin brothers who play for the Phoenix Suns could be in trouble with the law. They're not going to be a trouble, man. I mean, with just, CBS 5 News, according to them, has learned. Markeith and Marcus Morris are part of a possible assault investigation being handled by Phoenix police. Ain't nothing there. Come on, man. Come on. <laughs> we got Kwame here joining us on the line here after the break. Kwame, what's going on, man? It's a big day for you, man. It's a big It's a big day, period, out here in the Valley. Yeah, it's a big day in the Valley. But, you know, it's, to me, it's always a big day for me. Yeah. You know, I try to, I'm, you know, I, I say this more so in 2015, and it's early, it's the early 2015 well, you know, you go out there and you try to do things and, and do the right things and make things happen for you. And that's what I'm, that's what I'm doing. I guess that's what you mean by a big day because I do have oh, yeah. a, a Super Bowl party jumping off tonight from nine to two a.m. p.m. to two a.m. So that's jumping off. But I'm running around, man. I just got rid of some Super Bowl tickets. About yep. to get rid of two more in a minute. Um, but I got to go to Raw High, Raw Horse <laughs> Pass, do this pros versus shows flag football game. What's on that kickoff? What's that? What time does that kick off? That kick off around. This kick is right now. <laughs> but the winners, the winner of the event, they have to play the uh, pros. So oh no, we don't play until I want to say eleven o'clock, eleven eleven fifteen, something like that. Uh, but I'm coaching because you know I can't be moving around like I used to. No, you sh- you, you don't need to, to especially for tonight because you're gonna be. Uh, I can see you laying Same under energy. some 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 ice bags tonight or some. Where's yeah, that? I'm gonna take a, I'm, I'm gonna take a long nap. <laughs> Where's that kicking off at? You ain't taking no nap. Raw high, raw high, jumping off tonight. But tonight, uh, I'm sorry, right now, it's a fan fest. They got a lot of things uh, going on. They mm-hmm. got a uh, what's Debbie Ryan from Hey Jesse. I don't know if you guys got kids or anybody out there that got kids. I know if you watch Hey Jesse. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. yeah, that's top five. That's top five. I want to, but that's this great fun show. But they have uh, Lonely Lost Boys out there, one of my favorites. They got a lot of band, a lot of activities throughout the whole day. That's the fan fest. Cause okay. It's the, uh, it's the official block party. Let me let me call it that. And right after that, you go home, get a break, get some rest, go get something to eat, come over to 1666, Dobson <laughs> Road, at the Ramada Inn, and have a Super Bowl party will be, and a couple of, uh, of my friends. I don't call them celebrities. They just, just make but that jumps off tomorrow, tonight, 
from 9 p.m. to 2. Oh, yeah. We, yeah, we've been promoting the mess out of that, yes. man. And I mean, I can't wait. It, it's it's going to be a great night. Now, real quick on that on that subject, you got some special performances going to happen there tonight as well, right? Sources and rumors are saying. Oh, he must have dropped off. We must have lost him. See that man? He he, he stays busy. <laughs> yeah, I know. You know what? And that's kind of come up on a point too. And I will kind of go away from NBA here for a second. But mm-hmm. he talked about coaching because he didn't, you know, the body and everything else. Mm-hmm. And Adrian Wilson came out the uh, yesterday and said, basically, my dream is not done to play in the NFL, and he's trying to come back now. Adrian Wilson. Adrian Wilson. And I guess that boy is in great shape. Um, but we all know Adrian Wilson played with the Cardinals for how many years? Number 24, uh, just a great safety for us. And then, um, okay. obviously got released, went to Chicago, right, right, right. uh, had a little bit of an injury there and then just kind of called it quits. But yeah, I mean, he, he's out and about talking about that. He's, he, he doesn't feel that he's done yet. Um, he's not ready to call it quits and that he's, he's basically looking to come back. So. Kwame, what do you what do you think about that? I know you're good friends with Adrian uh, about him coming back because he's gonna be 36 now. Um, uh, yeah, he's um. In fact, you might see Adrian tonight at my Super Bowl party. Let's concentrate on that. Uh, <laughs> Adrian can play. It's not like he's been uh hurt majorly. He he can actually play the position. I like him in a strong safety mindset, outside linebacker. Uh, if you if you've seen Adrian lately. You know, he hasn't had any wear and tear on his body for the past year and a half, two years. I, I'll say that. So I think he can get out there and get it done. 36 is what it is. And I know we're watching Kobe break down and Kobe go through all his stuff. Uh, and football being the most physical, one of the most physical sports out there, uh, from little league to professionalism to professional, I feel Adrian Wilson still can go out there and get it done from cool. the position, from the, from the mindset that he has, the, the knowledge of the game. There's a lot of guys that got, you know, just go out there and, and just go on. Well, and then, ground, but you got to think about the, the knowledge you got in your head to be in position to make a lot of plays. Right. And then look at, as far as age goes, look at Charles Woodson. He's 38, still earned another one-year contract. So, I mean, age he's is... 38. Yeah. 1.8 with the Raiders again. So, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm loving that. But that's, yep. that's the history and the stuff you put down when, you, when you're dealing with a lot of these players uh, that can actually play the game still. Yeah, but in my eyes, I mean... We talking about Charles Wilson and Kobe Bryant <laughs> and Adrian Wilson. An age. I mean, you know, don't I, I wouldn't disrespect Kobe that much. And maybe not Charles Wilson that much because no not, nothing against Adrian Wilson because I I was a huge Adrian Wilson fan when he played for the Cardinals out here. And I even know what happened to him. You know, I thought he was still in the league to this day. But then I found out, you know, he he's still doing things around the valley, right. you know, he went away from football and I was like, really? That guy, he was talented. I thought he was going to keep playing. He's one of the few but strong safeties out there. We're talking about huge. Kobe and Charles Woodson now. <laughs> These guys, they, I mean, it's, it's another level. But Yeah, but you know what? It, it is another level. It I, is. I, I, I hear what you said as far as another level. But I'll tell you this. If Adrian Wilson right now had a Super Bowl ring, you'd be talking about the Hall of Fame at some point in his after life. Uh-huh, Not after life, but after football life. Uh-huh. Because you look at his stats and look what he's done. There's only a handful of guys done that. Well, how many Pro Bowls did he go to? Uh, he went to about six Pro Bowls. That's about the right. He went to more He went more, to more Pro Bowls than some people that's in the Pro Bowl. Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, that's in the Hall of Fame. 
But yeah, like you saying that, that that championship, you know, like you said, if he would have won a ring or two, yeah, you're right. Life at the football with Adrian Wilson would definitely be going on right now. You know, bigger than what people know him as. And out here in the valley, I mean, he set the tone. I mean, it, it was times where games where guys wouldn't even throw to his side, no. and that's crazy. And, and we're talking about a safety position, so that's anybody throwing it to what a quarter of the field, right? You know, what that re- what that remind you of? <laughs> <laughs> what you talking? Mm-hmm. Who you? Hey, Wilson? Hey, talking about Wilson? Hey, yeah, you talking about Charles, huh? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Him too. He, he's one of the greatest at it, but him too. Okay. Uh, he included as well. Oh, right, that's Mr. great. Phoenix. Hey, man, I had a question for you, though. Because I've been hearing these rumors going yes. around that at this at this event tonight. Uh-huh. It's supposed to be some special performances going on. Now, Ooh, I, now, now, you know me. You know how we do it on, on, on the Kwame Lasser Sports Talk Show. We drop names. You know, I'm, I'm tired of all these secrets. <laughs> performing? I don't know. I heard it's some special guests. We're not guests. talking about us. We're talking about yeah, other people. Ain't, ain't, ain't no karaoke night. Yeah, well, I don't know. Somebody, somebody, that's, that's news to me. Oh, okay. Uh, see, see. So I'm, look how he plays. Yeah. Somebody I'm, taught I'm you well. I'm just, I'm bringing my guys together and having a Super Bowl party and, 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 welcome, and I'm welcoming the community to be involved with it. So, the special guests, yeah, let me, uh, let me see who that's. A, I need to make a call then. <laughs> make a call. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Breaking news. Yeah, got okay. Breaking news. No, I ain't no breaking news. Come on. Ain't nothing breaking. That's breaking <sighs> news. Where I'm from. No, that's breaking incredible. News. Hey, but you know, before we got way off subject, yes. let's talk about the Morris twins and Kwame. I don't know if you heard some breaking news that you know these guys are being looked at as what getting assault charges Something by the law. They got like in trouble this. with the police, uh, the Phoenix police, and you know they're under investigation now. And See, that's just. That's just silly. Go ahead. I'm sorry. And I mean, I, I, you know, I've been out a few places, you know, and, and I've seen I've seen some faces. So the Morris twins, you know, I see them a lot. But you know, these guys are no trouble type guys. They're they're good guys, and you know, but I see them out. And you know, when they're out, you know, the women come, you know, they they come crawling. And then you know, James Winston went through this, like me and Doug were saying before. You know, the, when the money grows, when the when the fame grows, you know, it's a lot of other stuff that goes on that everybody's trying to get a piece of as well. And you know, with this coming out saying that both twins are involved, I mean, I think that's just you know, it's kind of crazy. But you know, now you got to take time where the Phoenix Police, with everything going on out here, the City of Phoenix has been doing a tremendous job in representing the city well, and the athletes has been doing so as well. And then all of a sudden, you get this news of the Morris twins, you know, and this right. assault charge. Well, you, you you like to think. You like to think or hope and maybe wonder that an athlete with those type of status that most athletes have, can you? Can I just go out and hang out with the guys and, and be who I am and and not when I say be who I am, not anything uh, disrespectful, but just right. have a good time with the guys and not turn somebody down and then all of a sudden I got to talk to the Phoenix or any police department uh, about something I did not do. That happens too often. We find that you look at Brian Banks. A guy whose whole career was taken hit, a high school student, six years in prison. He comes out and and comes to find out the girl and her mother coerced the story. So he he loses out his whole collegiate career, his whole high school senior year and whole collegiate career. Then you try to make a comeback, but you just can't do that because of the nature of that sport. Um, and I actually had him on my on my defense when I was coaching in the Vegas Locos, mm-hmm. and it just didn't. You know, you saw the talent from high school. Uh, then you look at a guy now, but you can't go out. You can't be around certain people because mm-hmm. everybody look at you as a cash cow, as a money maker. They have a 
a vested interest in you that you don't know about. Right. I hope that the that the um, Morris twins uh, didn't do anything crazy. Right. Uh, and, but because if they do, you 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 take them to the letter of the law all the way through. You process them like anybody else would be processed. But I hope they didn't do anything crazy. Just your status don't allow you to be disrespectful or do something crazy and get away with it. Mm-hmm. And I've always said on the show, you got these little kids that's been groomed since they were 12 years old, been told they were Superman and this, this, and that. Mm-hmm. And anytime they get in trouble, someone gets them out of trouble. I hope that's not the case here where they feel like they're above the law. When you also had a, a kid, uh, and, you know, we could talk about even non-athletes. And I'm going to speak to more to his story, but even non-athletes, this one kid got off because they said he was so privileged that he didn't think he was doing anything wrong, and he, he served no time and, and the law and that blind justice that we have, mm-hmm. he committed no crime. But you look at the athletes, and they are quick target, they're easy target. But they have to be smart. In 2015, you have to be smart as a professional athlete or anybody with on a rise to being doing something great. Right. To not put yourself in those situations. I can't what I gotta do, stay in the house all the rest of my career, rest of my life? No. I can't do that. I gotta go out yeah. and be who I am, but I just gotta hang with a certain group of people. You just yeah. gotta make that smart choice too. Right, absolutely. But the funny thing is, I mean, some uh, some of the stories, some of the news that came out, they got kind of uh, really specific with it. Police confirmed that, you know, that they are investigating an alleged assault that occurred around 7.30 p.m. Saturday outside. This is 7.30 p.m. So out here, the sun, what, just going down? Saturday, outside a gym near 15th Avenue in Coulter in Central Phoenix. I don't even know where 15th Avenue in Coulter is, but... Oh, it's in Central you're Phoenix. Learning, you're learning a bit. Man. You're all over the valley. <laughs> yeah, and, you know, it's in Central. But we're talking about outside of gym. Like, really? Like, what? I don't know. You know, Doug. Yeah, you I, know what? It's going to come up. And, and I know Doug probably seen tons of these stories. Right, And right. You come, it, it come up. Whether it's going to, look, it's either true or it's not. It's either true or it's not, mm-hmm. um, depending on what law you can buy. But, no, <laughs> you at a gym. I left, I'm leaving the gym, and I got that stuff on my mind. Or I'm going to the gym, and I got that stuff on my mind. That is just crazy to me. I don't know the story, and I'm not choosing sides either way. But, you know, just like I said, you just got to be careful when you go out. And it is about making smart choices, but I'm not going to go out and, and guard myself as far as I'm going to stay home my entire professional career. I'm going to have a good time like everybody else. I should be able to do that. There are certain establishments around the valley that allow athletes to come to, and they're not bothered. And me... If you've been out with me, you know I don't have a problem with that. I, I talk to everybody, everybody and anybody. As long as it's not disrespectful, as long as it's on a friendly level, I don't have a problem. I turn nobody away because I never know when they're going to get that chance to talk to an athlete. But, mm-hmm. but see, everybody can't be like me because then they look like uh, a cash cow to those guys, especially if you're playing right now and you're a current athlete. You look like a cash cow. Well, I'm going to say he did this. I'm going to say he did this. Put me in the mindset of uh, Mike Tyson. Uh, situation, but uh, more mm-hmm. so a lot of athletes in that regard. But it, it's unfortunate that in a basketball, in this basketball season, and when the Phoenix Suns are trying to make a push to do some things differently than they've done in the past, that stories like this have to come out. Now you can't concentrate on what you, what your, what I think are your major passions. You know what's funny is this day and age. I when we talked about just a few minutes ago when it came up. I'm thinking a sexual assault type deal. Mm-hmm. And from what it's looking at, isn't it just a, a fight type assault? Not having to do with anything with a female. Mm-hmm. Um, 
you know, so that's it's kind of crazy this day and age. That's what we all almost always assume is it had to do with a female, yeah, and this is just just something that happened between some guys outside, which. I mean, let's be real. It's, it's happening every day. Mm-hmm. But now because they're an athlete, they play pro ball. Mm-hmm. Now it's going to get blown out of proportion, stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. I mean, it is what it is. And, and I hope for the Morse twins because they're they're just kind of coming up right now and right. starting to get that stardom that it doesn't turn into anything huge. Um, but even then, it's like I said, it, it's, you go outside, you see two people fight. Worst case is probation for a first term, you know, first time offender. Anyway, so mm-hmm. I mean, we're looking at them possibly getting a probation, you know, as far as if if everything comes out to be true. But it's just it's a lot of people out there, man, try to try to cash in on on athletes these days, man. Yeah, and it's crazy, and that's yeah, it's it's ridiculous. But you know, you see in two, I mean, these are two big guys, you know, six yeah. eight, two forty down there, and. What, the central part of Phoenix, outside of gym, I don't even know what gym is even over there. Never, like I said before, I've never been down there that part of Phoenix yet. But I mean, it's just it's nuts for this to come out now, and yeah. you know. But you know, they both played in the game last night, and the game was pretty competitive. And like we stated before, you know, they both played last night. So obviously, I don't think the Phoenix, uh, the Suns really care about it. You know, no. obviously they're playing these. Both of you guys are playing, and you know they had to know about it since Saturday. Yeah, you don't think they knew about it until today? The way we finding out. So, well, and like I said, we don't even know the gist of it. We don't know the detail. Right, right. They could have been. You could have had some guy coming up and trying to press him, and they just basically fought back, and it came into that situation. So, I mean, I don't want to jump the gun right now because we don't know any details. We don't know what's going on mm-hmm. except that they're tied to a possible assault probe. And that's it. And that's all. I mean, that's how we got to keep it right now. We can't try to speculate because we can go an hour of what ifs. So, but no, absolutely, I agree. I beast agree. mode. <laughs> I can't. I can't wear a hat now to Super Bowl. <laughs> what do you mean, Marshawn Lynch? The uh, NFL is looking to find Lynch again for wearing a hat to the a certain hat. Yeah, his little beast mode hat. Wow. They're trying to find him to wear uh, because he wore. To his little, you know, shindig, he shows up. We all know the comments he made. You know, you know why I'm here and all right, that stuff. Right, right, right. But now they're looking at. It's like enough is enough. I told you, man. The NFL. The NFL is. Yeah, the NFL is. <laughs> NFL is really harassing. I'll tell you what, we got 30 seconds before we're break. Talk about we're going to take a quick break. Don't forget to, to walk to Arizona Super Bowl party tonight, going down tonight, 9 a.m. to 2, 9 p.m. to 2 a.m. this Thursday night. A uh, bunch of celebrities, major recording artists, live performances hosted by yours truly, Mr. Arizona, Mr. Phoenix, Kwame Lasseter. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, after the break, we're going to finish up with the last segment. You listen to Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk. We'll be right back. Internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. Are you ready for a show that's all about what goes on behind the scenes and how it relates to what you see on the field? Tune in for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective on the Voice America Sports Channel. Our guests will bring you the stories, the opinions, the expertise, and the inspiration behind what you hear in sports news. Find out what happens next. Listen for Nick Ferguson's Secondary Perspective, live every Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time, on the Voice America Sports Channel. 
Sports and medicine go hand in hand. Quite simply, if you aren't up to your game health-wise, you won't be up to your game on the field. That's where Bruce the Sports Doc comes in. Dr. Bruce Grossinger uses his medical training and experience to bring you a link between sports and medicine. From the latest advances and treatments to discussion behind the injuries of the week, Bruce the Sports Doc and his team of guest experts are here each week to lay it on the line in terms that you can understand. Tune in every Tuesday at 5 p.m. Eastern, 2 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Channel. Your internet flagship station for sports, Voice America Sports. Hey, welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Welcome back to the last segment, Thursday, Kwame Lasseter Sports Talk radio show. And we're, yeah, we're coming to our last segment. Uh, Kwame joined us on the last uh, the other the segment before break And you know He joined in And told us about So many events That's jumping off Not only this weekend But today And tonight um, Yeah he sounded like He was a busy man right now You yes. know that guy's Running around town It's hard to catch up with him But Tonight is the night uh, the, the, the first official I guess you could say The Super Bowl Jump off parties Are definitely going on mm. In so many events mm. uh, Kwame's hosting His own event The uh, Super Bowl uh, Jump off party Tonight at sixteen sixty six, what is South big. Dobson? Yeah, US sixty Dobson, just south of right yeah. there. Can't miss it. Can't just right there, big. <laughs> so yeah, that's that's jumping off. But and you know, with Kwame, you don't you never know who's going to show up. Yeah, man, especially he's trying to he's point. trying to be quiet with everything. We know something's in the I works. Hate that. No something. That. You just got to show up, man. You, you just, just got to be there. Let's go. Honestly. So and let's get back to Marshawn Lynch. Yeah. yeah. So before so the break, we were discussing you know Marshawn Lynch and. Him not wearing this beast mode hat—that's breaking news to me. I did, I, I just you not I never heard about, about. I mean, I heard about you know with his whole answer. I mean, honestly, to go back, I'm not surprised because in my eyes, in the NFL has been harassing him since last season, Super Bowl media that attire, and then they pick with him all through the season. You know, you start to see cameras during the regular season last year. I never seen a camera in Marshawn Lynch's face. No. To the Super Bowl time, and that's when we everyone found out. Mm-hmm. Okay, he doesn't talk to the media. That's fine. Then all season, you know, they're making this guy be the bad man, bad man, bad guy, and then he comes out and makes a clown, a fool of the NFL. Then he gets fined for it. You know, to me, it's harassment. And now going into, you know, you had the NFL cleats. Him can't wear the gold cleats. What last week? Right. And now this news about him not wearing his own branded hat. Are you kidding yes. me? So. Uh, <sighs> And here's a funny thing. So basically, the NFL came out and said that the um, his beast mode hat right. constitutes a violation of league rules about approved sponsors. But what? who? Listen, who makes the beast mode hat? New Air. What hat sponsor is NFL? New, New Air. So how did you're <laughs> once again the NFL contradicting themselves? And we're talking about a hat on media day. Now, if you came out drinking a Coca Cola. And you had three or four Coca Colas, and the sponsor is say Pepsi. Mm-hmm. Okay, I get it. But you're talking about a, ha- a hat company that makes hats for you, the official sponsor of the NFL for New Era, mm-hmm. and he's wearing his Beast Mode hat. So now you're saying you can't wear any type of hat unless it's something totally off the wall. Now the funny thing is, though, the, the uh, sales for that hat mm-hmm. after the Super Bowl media day mm-hmm. sold out. Dang. So <laughs> I. I there's a lot to it. Um, you know, the hat itself costs $33. Um, and, I mean, it's sold out by that afternoon. Um, and it's actually a pretty sweet-looking hat. That's the first time I've seen that hat. Mm-hmm. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, it's just it's at that point now. You're just kind of picking on the guy. It's ridiculous, you know. And it's I think you could go to any. It's guy. starting to get pathetic now. Like, oh yeah, come on. Like, like you said, the guy is wearing an NFL brand hat, and what? It's, it's he has his own brand on it. But the NFL era or the new era of the hacker. Heck, I own a few new era hats, you know, in my collection, and. Right. Those are it's part of the NFL brand. Not only that, it's the Seahawks colors, so they can't say that it's not you know the Seahawks colors like how they try to knock his cleats. Yeah, but I mean, he, what 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 is he doing? That why is the NFL picking at him? Is there a certain reason? I mean, because he he's he's going against the the NFL, and he's telling them basically, and, and obviously he doesn't speak, but he's telling them you're not going to make me do stuff I don't want to do, and he's pushing that envelope with them. So now. Instead of them just backing down, they're going to keep pushing forward too. So it's one of those things. If the rule is to go out there and speak with the media, you can't tell. You cannot tell a player. I'm sorry. You cannot tell a player what to and what not to say. Mm-hmm. So if you want to put that in your rules, as far as going out there and speaking with the media, just making your presence, he's doing it. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what that's what you're telling him to do. You can't. You know, it's just it's ridiculous at this time. The media. Let's let's put it out there. The media is blowing it out of proportion as well. Mm-hmm. Because the media knows he's not going to tell you anything. But they keep pressing him and pressing him and pressing him. I mean, it's just now we're starting to get things to that we're focusing on things that don't matter and don't make a difference. It's a hat. You mm-hmm. know? Come on, man. Right. A hat. Just and like you, the shoes. Mm-hmm. You know, so, it, I mean, it is what it is, but it's just, it's. I think we all can agree he's, he's starting to get picked on now mm-hmm. over some stupid stuff. But, you know, it's, it's been some talks around, you know, people are saying Marshawn Lynch, he needs to be, you know, condoned. He needs to be talked to by the Seattle uh, organization, by the coaches. Somebody needs to, you know, tell Marshawn to chill out, like, calm down, just just do what's asked, do it in a significant time, and then be done. You know, should some coaching be involved with that? Should they get involved with, you know, should they – Kind of control because I can see that you know that they're that he's kind of disrespecting the image of the Seahawks now, so now they're looked at as the bad guys. Because I'm gonna tell you a story like my niece, you know, she was like, I'm not a Seahawks fan, I don't like the Seahawks. They have that guy who doesn't, you know, talk to the media, they have Richard Sherman, rah rah rah, you know, she was like, These guys are mean. I'm like, No, they're really some smart guys, and you know, she doesn't understand, she's right, you know, like 10 years old, so. You know, with her not really understanding, and you know, you're, not, you know, we're, we're older. We understand what they're trying to prove here, and it's not wrong. And but you know, the kids see it in the light way, so I can see why Seattle's going back. And you know, the coaches, the organization, kind of like, hey, Marshawn, let's, you know, let's let's buy into it a little bit. I mean, because these are the same owners who are paying uh, Roger Goodell. These got the same owners who are controlling the NFL commissioners, and you know that whole deal. So. Should he back off? Should he just, you know, start? Or I, I mean, in my eyes, keep doing what you're doing. You're making a statement. You're making a standpoint. Right. You're starting something new. Not only is it you, but it's it's uh, not only is it you, it's Richard Sherman. It's the whole Seahawks organization. This this is what you guys are, you know, doing. And I, and I you know, I, I, I respect it. You know, Richard Sherman came out with news to us quite some time, often this season, and dishing out, you know, the NFL little backstories that you don't hear about. Right. And then you got Martin. Then it's like, dude, leave my guy Marshawn Lynch alone. Even Russell Wilson, who is kind of like the T- Tim Tebow, godly, you know, guy who's looking at the quarterback position, like, oh, this guy, he does everything right. 
even he said, yo, leave my guy alone, yeah. you know? Well, and, and we were talking about should the coaches step in and start doing it. Well, mm-hmm. Pete Carroll's defended Lynch. Um, yeah, several times, right. Yeah. And one of the quotes was from uh, yesterday. He says, you're seeing a guy being himself, and just because that's not what everybody wants him to be, he's being true to himself. So you're, you've got your coach now telling him, I'm not getting involved because I believe he's doing what he needs to do, and there's nothing wrong with doing it. Um, mm-hmm. So I don't think Seattle's going to be able to do anything as far as change that. And it's but what what can you change? Mm-hmm. You know because if Marshawn, you don't want him to back down because that's I mean that's all the 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 main purpose of what he's going to do. Right, but, right, right. You know, so if he stops doing what he's doing now, he's back down. And the NFL wins, and I think that's really between Marshawn and the NFL. That's that's what it is now is who's going to win because the NFL is looking to find him for anything and everything, hoping that he backs down, then the NFL wins. And he's saying, you know, find me, do what you need to do. I'm not going to change who I am. I'm being myself. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And if I don't want to talk with you guys, then I don't want to talk with you. And I mean, it is what it is, Mm -hmm. but it just, you're, you're not going to change. I don't think it's going to change. The best thing to do is just let it all go. But the NFL is not going to do that because then they back down and they lose. Right. And we're talking about a hat, man. Like, come on. I'm a hat? That's sponsored by your sponsors. <laughs> that's a thing that's that one of your biggest sponsors. That's one of the biggest sponsors. Yeah, Everybody um, buys NFL hats. Mm-hmm. The guys on the sidelines are wearing new era hats, you know, that they offer. I mean, come on. Everybody wears their own brand. Russell Wilson gets off the airplane with his new clothing deal line right. brand. And his, you know, they make bags and whatnot. He gets off the airplane. Nothing said to him. Tom Brady. You see him several times where it is Tom Brady hat with the T. He does interviews yeah. after the games. Like, are you kidding me? This guy can't wear his beast mall hat during, what, the media day? Yeah. and Who cares? Don't come up and, and don't make a public statement that's saying, we don't want him wearing that because that, that violates rules of sponsorship with the NFL. How? Explain to me how that violates it when the brand on the side <laughs> is your brand for the NFL mm-hmm. for your main sponsor on hats. Mm-hmm. So if you're going to say something along those lines, then come back and say, I don't want you wearing something that portray, or portrays you and a brand that you're trying to promote, mm-hmm. not that it, it violates uh, sponsorship program rules. Mm-hmm. Because that's, like I said before, NFL contradicting itself, man. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, if it came out, it was like a um, what's some of the other brands out there of hats. I mean, New Era's basically taking over everything. But say it's. Uh, I mean, yeah, guys that like like Mitchell and Ness. Yeah. Um, you know, so Lids, if it's Mitchell and Ness. I don't know. Yeah. I, I can understand that. Now I get that mm-hmm. point because now you're sporting a Mitchell and Ness. You're starting to, you know, sports your brand for the beast mode. Now that may, that statement makes a little bit more sense. But it's a New Era hat. Mm-hmm. Who's your sponsor? New Era. Let it go. <laughs> Let the guy go. For I mean, I'm not a huge fan of Marshawn. Um, I agree he's a great athlete, and he does what he does on the field. But let the guy go already, man. Let him be his man and just leave it all alone. Yeah. And You're and not going to get anything from him. Right. And in the NFL saying, you know, this guy is basically doing some free adver- advertising. For yourself, for your company. <laughs> he's right. doing free for advertising your new, for your advertising. For, for your new era. Right. Oh. And they're saying, you know, how they feel about the free advertisement. Oh, you know, we don't, we don't condone that because you're throwing your your company out there. You're because what Marshawn Lynch paid off uh, his rights to put Beast Mode, you know, on several yeah. items. I mean, he's giving you all money because you all are the biggest sponsor. So therefore, he's helping you all out at the same time. And you know what I'd he's like just to trying see? to get his too. I'd like to see <laughs> if the sales from that Beast Mode hat. If any of that goes to the NFL, 
Because being a sponsor and well, obviously it does if they're finding him. <laughs> so not only are they getting what's being you know bought right. by new era uh, new era items, but they're taking money out of Marshawn Lynch too. So I mean, but no, I'm talking about new era specifically uh-huh. right, giving right, money right. because it's it's the NFL brand that would be sponsor that would be great for them to do that. And Beast Mode is an NFL player kind of trademark, right? So does any. Any kickback from those sales go to the NFL because they're the sponsor, mm-hmm. and that's what I want to see. Because if so, how that that just totally goes blows everything you just said out of the water because right. you're getting money from that from those sales. Those hats sold out yesterday. Mm-hmm. I mean, people could not keep them in the shelves. I might give me one. What is it? Thirty three dollars. Thirty three dollars. I mean, that's a normal hat. I, mean, I remember <laughs> high school it was like eighteen to twenty bucks for one of the yeah, you know, know for the right? elite hats. Yeah, now you're in thirties. Hell yeah. Nothing's changed. Oh, the yeah. hats are still the same. Yeah. When I was in. Uh, Couple of years ago, and I, I used to always buy hats. Now I just, you know, get them, you know, get them through, you know, some guys and you know some companies or whatnot. But you know, yeah, I was paying twenty five, twenty six bucks just just yeah. for like a Colts hat or a, uh, you know, just any hat, you know, that pretty much has style, NBA teams, or whatnot. So yeah, thirty three bucks, but you know that that brand on it, it's, it's a pretty sick. I, I kind of like the look of it, so. Man, leave, leave the guy alone, man. All this harassment is just—it's taken away from him and what he brings on the field and his game, man. It's—and you know what? Let's—we've been so much negativity on the show the last couple of days with uh, the Super Bowl and with Marshawn. Let's let's try to end it something positive. Kyrie Irving, fifty-five. Let's talk points. about Kyrie, man. He deserves fifty-five. It. Can we get a standing ovation? I oh. I need some like we got any claps on that guy. Let me tell you about Kyrie. Where's our producer in the sound bit we can do? <laughs> right, right. Let me get some hand claps for that guy. I mean, he deserves these last three minutes that we have. <laughs> yes. Let's talk about Kyrie. This guy, last season, um, he's on his way to his superstardom. I don't care mm-hmm. about what people say about his distractions with LeBron James coming back to Cleveland. I mean, he had Cleveland on the ropes. He had Cleveland in his hands. I mean, so you're saying he's he on there. an uprise? I mean, he's been on an uprise. <laughs> Not only that, but he's doing it marketing. He's doing it, right. you know, off the court. He just came out with his new shoe deal this season, his like his own brand, his own right. apparel. But at the same time, he's doing it on the court. He represented represented the US national team mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. in the US what FIFA championship games now, the world championship games, and he was the MVP of the tournament. Not only that, let's go some time before that. Last season, around this time, the NBA All-Star Weekend, he was the NBA All-Star Games MVP. Right. Then you come get on the national team, make the world championship team, uh, be recorded as the MVP. He's doing it. You come back to Cleveland, now you got LeBron coming your way. Oh, okay, that's nothing. I'm still going to ball out. Right. And then last night, yeah, I'm, I'm going to make my statement. I don't, you know, all this talk about can the Cavs win without LeBron, who's going to step up. Kyrie has been doing it. And yeah, you know, he's been putting up like 30, 20 points without LeBron. But that number 55, yeah, I mean, he's farting around with the best. Now, Now he's, he's up there now. After last night's performance, and I've been waiting for Kyrie to – I mean, he's been doing it all season. It's just LeBron James, when you have right. LeBron in your squad, you know, yep. you get overlooked. Well, and even with LeBron, uh, those 55 points, those are the most in um, – for the Cavs in franchise history, mm-hmm. except LeBron. And you know mm-hmm. by how many points? One, yeah, he scored one point eight would have tied LeBron. Yeah, he, he scored fifty six in the Garden. Oh, and there, you know, now the Cavs are on an eight game win streak. I mean, it's you've got Kyrie Irving and you've got uh, LeBron. Mm-hmm. You put that stuff together and they start gelling. And I'm talking about really, really gelling together. Mm-hmm. 
that Cavs team is going to be in the championship. It's about time. Yeah, I mean, you know, they've got know, a supporting yeah. cast. They had all the hype before the season, but now they're putting it together. And what? Well, yeah, it's LeBron and Kyrie's team for sure. Kevin Love, I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not sold on it. Kyrie definitely deserves yeah. to be in the All Star game this uh, next weekend, or it wasn't a Valentine's Day weekend, a couple weeks. He definitely deserves to be in there. Uh, I know their, their final roster votes are like this weekend or the team's selection committee. It goes yep. through the coaches' votes. But we only have a couple seconds left. You all attend tonight's event. Me and Dougie B will be there. Along with, you know, Kwame Lasser, who's hosting the event, live performances. Come out. It's the kickoff party. Enjoy it. Uh, Kevin Gassman, I know he's going to be there as well. But we'll be back tomorrow. We'll be back Always. live uh, in studio or either down there in Radio Row. But thank you for tuning in to the Kwame Lester Sports Talk Show. We'll be back tomorrow. Tomorrow, free uh, Football Friday. You know, football kicking Friday. off for the Super Bowl one last time of Football Friday. So we'll see you all. Catch up with you all tomorrow. You listen to the Kwame Lester Sports Talk Show, and we're out. Out. Thanks for tuning in this week. Join us every Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday at 12 noon Eastern Time. 9 a.m. Pacific time for another edition of Kwame Lasseter's Sports Talk on the Voice America Sports Network.